we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth. Or maybe he's onto something. It's the Quiri cast with Larry Quiri Rai. It's not fearless. Just real talk. And now, here's your host. Hello and hey hey and welcome to this week's episode of the Critic Cast, which is an election special because Zimbabwe is going for elections uh, today. Zimbabweans are going to vote for a new president or maybe retain the same president, who knows. And they're also going to vote for MPs and councillors. Of course, the discussions, most of the discussions are around who the president will be. Will it be MSM Nangagwa, who stays? Is it going to be the young and youthful uh, Nelson Shamisa? Uh, is it going to be? Is it going to be one of those elections? I, I don't know. I mean, look. Um, I'll tell you, if 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 you go onto social media and see the commentary from both sides, you'd think that, uh, you know, Chamisa's fans or supporters would think will make you think that he's going to get hundred percent of the votes. I go to the other side where where uh, Emerson Mnangagwa's supporters also believe that he's going to get. 100%. And all of this is forgotten that there are 21 other candidates who could actually have a big say in how this election will go. Because they're going to pinch votes from both sides, particularly for ZADU-PF. They're going to lose votes to um, Joyce Mujuru, certainly. And they're going to lose some votes to um, uh, the NPF. And for the MDC, they're going to, uh, the alliance, right, that is, they could lose votes to uh, MDCT, which is read by, led, rather led by uh, Togo Sadukupe. So there's a lot of scenarios that are being played out here. And more often than not, the focus has been on the two rival big parties. Uh, and, you know, the, the astonishing thing, of course, was on Saturday, or rather Sunday, when no one is supposed to be campaigning, Nelson Chamisa calls a press conference. And then a, f- a few hours later, um, Rob, not Robert Mugabe, this is, um, uh, who's the rival? What's the guy's name? Emerson Nangagwa sends out a video, a poster video on his online, and we get it all over WhatsApp and so forth. Uh, this is, you know, an infraction, if you come to think of it, on both sides, that they're not supposed to be campaigning or decampaigning each other. And to throw it all in the mix, the old man... Robert Mugabe comes out of the woodwork, right? And decides to just come out and tell people who he's voted for or he's, or he's going to vote, vote for. Uh, it was painful listening to him. I mean, there was a time I think I was like, okay, oh, I just haven't heard from Robert Mugabe in a while. I just like to hear from him to, to, to know what's up. But I was sitting there, I was like, no, I don't want to hear from this guy. Maybe if he's telling stories about the past and putting together a documentary or whatever the case may be, or writing a book. Yeah, we'll read it. But I really do think Zimbabwe needs to move past Robert Mugabe. And 
if you look at Nelson Chamisa, he's courting off Mugabe and say, oh, he's going to vote for me and so forth. I, I think you want a clean break from that. Uh, the last thing you want to do is have a situation where we have this hangover. Uh, don't get me wrong. The things that Mugabe did for me personally, um, in, um, in essentially making me a confident African going on to the rest of the, of the, of the continent and the rest of the world, and that I'm, gonna, I'm always going to be thankful to him for. I'm going to be thankful for that, that I've be, I became a confident African. And that's, I think, a lot of Zimbabweans will tell you that. But I don't know. Someone will give the example of the Malaysian prime minister, 93, who's just gotten into power and say, oh, look, we shouldn't be thinking about age and so forth. But reality is there have been other prime ministers who have influenced the history of Malaysia. Yes, he was part of it. He was a former prime minister who came out of retirement and decided to work for his country again. And the reality of the matter is, we, are, we need that clean break. We need, we need that kind of feeling. I don't know what it is. That feeling that, that life can go on. Whether it's a continuation of ZANU-PF under a new leadership with new ideas being brought to the table, or the young Nelson Chamisa coming in and, you know, and, and giving something different. I'm, my ideal situation for me, to be honest, is I think both sides have to govern together. I think right now, when it takes all for me, doesn't really, is not very attractive. For, for the simple reason that I think both sides have got ideas that all need to be implemented. I think the things that, that, that uh, both sides can, can contribute to, to the basket uh, from both sides, They're, they've got very talented people on both sides, young and older. So I think, to a large extent, I, I, don't, I'm not, I didn't think it would be palatable like last year, you know, I think there's got to be a time where we, where we take up politics and, and shove them in next door for a bit and build the country. Because I, I keep saying we sometimes forget that we're in the middle of a crisis as a country. We're, we don't have a currency going. Our health institutions are not great. We, we talk about investment that's coming in. The, 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 what you call it, the Harare City Council um, was at with the uh, local government minister at the, um, what, what's the name of this place? Uh, Zimbabwe Agricultural Society, where there was a groundbreaking ceremony for a 15,000-seater conference center. Now, that's work, that's jobs, and all that sort of thing that's happening. And, of course, a place where we will see uh, more uh, you know, big time concerts and, you know, and um, what do you call those things? Con not just concerts, but uh, what's this thing where people come and congregate conventions? Yes. And what's also being put in that is a hotel. And the outgoing mayor, ben Bernard Magnanini, came out and said that, you know, we need 10 of these over the next 10 years. Essentially building one every year. And also in in Victoria Falls, a company from Dubai is is say, is saying it's going to build a Grand Prix circuit that'll make that part of, of the country attractive. And you know the the, the thing that I, I 
I the reason I'm mentioning this is because it's obvious that ZANU PF has got deal makers. But also NDC comes in with a lot of youthful exuberance, which I think if you if you put those two together, you could have something going. But that's just me talking. I don't know. To be honest, I I think whatever happens, the big thing for me is we need as a country to be able to move past the politics. We need to, we really need to start taking care of each other. And we've done a bad job of it over the last couple of months. And from the political aspect, from the divisive language between supporters of different political formations. We just need to find a different way of communicating with each other and focus on building Zimbabwe. Because the future is going to read what we all wrote on social media. The future is going to tell us, uh, to tell the story of what we did in this period. And the question becomes, is this something that we're going to be proud of? Is this something that we, we can say honestly that we contributed the best that we called to this country? And I'm hoping we haven't crossed the Rub- Rubicon because... I'm I'm hoping a lot of the the divisions that have been created can be undone. That, you know, gang signs, regalia, and all that other stuff should not define how we are as Zimbabweans. I mean, this is a country that is has brought great uniters in terms of of causes. Our people still remain awesome; they are incredible. And despite our differences, we've generally avoided war. You've got different periods in the history of this country, especially in the last 15 years, where the country seemed ripe for war. You had millions of percentage of, uh, of inflation. And other countries have gone to war for a lot less than some of the things that we resisted violence, especially in some extre- most extreme terms, under and then, of course, we're the country of Oliver Mtukuzi, Thomas Mapfumo, Alik Macheso, Chiwoniso, Lavmo Majaivan, Ilam, Mukumba, Bundu Boys, Jar Prazer, Amara Brown. We've produced some amazing talent in this country, many of whom have graced some of the biggest stages. The Bundu Boys, if you, if you remember, shared the stage with Madonna at her peak. Uh, Tuku just came from a... Uh, major festival out in Portugal. Mokumba is going to share the stage with The weekend at a festival later this year. And not to mention uh, our country's own pop genre, which is Zim Dancehall, where Soldier Love, Winky D and many more uh, have defined, or redefined rather, our country's musical landscape. Then of course there's the gango. <laughs> you got to love that conflation of meat, different types of meat, all in the same, same, same plate. The inventiveness of some of our young people, I remember making cars, wire cars as a kid. And I'd like to, I'd like to have children that, that will be able to do that. That their worries aren't going to be the higher, bigger worries that we have, potholes and all that sort of thing. I mean, there's a stolen innocence of a generation. There's... There's so many things. I, I was. I, I remember being at a house a couple of years ago when load shedding was huge, where there there was there was um, 
a child who, because the power had not gone out for like two days and they'd been used to just having 12 hours of electricity and so forth. The child was like, yeah, I, I don't feel comfortable because we have too much electricity. When is electricity going to go? And over the last couple of months, the last seven months or so, we started seeing some, I, I, I don't know what to call it, we started seeing some recovery in as far as our country is concerned. And we're, what is being laid is a groundwork for, for something much better. I was having a chat with my friend the other day to say, you know what, we're hoping that in our lifetime, we will get to taste some of the fruits of the recovery. Whoever is in charge, remember, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, you know, I'm not going for anyone. I'm not endorsing anyone in this election or whatever. But we, we just said, you know, a lot of what we're doing, we're doing for our children and our children's children. But we'd also like to taste some of the goodness. Maybe, who knows, we might be able to taste some really awesome things in our lifetime, in this country. And that's my hope. My biggest hope is that after this week, because it's going to be a, a pretty dicey times straight after the elections, after this week, we'll get back to being kind to each other. We'll love each other. We'll start making films. We'll start recording songs. And we're going to start making superstars out of the, the artists that I talk about and not have as a walk past anywhere reading the headlines, the newspaper, they're focused on politicians and not creatives. Well, we can focus on things that will move our country forward. I know there, there are those who believe in politics being the first solution. I personally don't. I believe that people are the first solution. And it reminds me of something by Carolyn Miss, who said, people suffer when they pursue a life or chase a dream that doesn't belong to them. And I've seen a lot of my people going after dreams that do not belong to them. And there's a lot of frustration with my people. And in this special elections podcast, what I'm saying to you is, if you're going to vote today, be kind even to people that disagree with you. Be kind. Even after the elections, remember this, that we're still going to have to focus on the one thing that is building this country, no matter who wins, no matter what happens. What we've got to do is build this country. And that's going to be one of the most important things. It's going to be one of the most exciting journeys. And we've got to play this very carefully. You've got to play this very carefully because we've been in dispute for the past 20 years and it's just time now to stop being in dispute. Their children have grown up and gotten married and have children now who've known nothing but Zimbabweans fighting each other. And you can see from the international community that they're sort of tired of Zimbabwe now. They're like, oh, God, can't these guys just... just you know, oh, just, just sort it out. I was speaking to one person who's like, you know, there are certain countries where the dispute in terms of politics is a lot higher than Zimbabwe, but Zimbabwe just 
doesn't move on. I don't know what the case is. There's been uh, somebody produced, right? Somebody produced something and said it's the paucity of adults, like people who are just going to get on with with it, because more often than not, the people that brought us up, our parents, tended to just get on with it, just get things done. But that is not for me. I'm not disparaging those who believe in polit- politics. I think people are different, and people should be allowed to express themselves differently. But it must be for the greater good. And the greater good must be found quickly because, like I said, we are in a crisis. There are children out there sleeping on the streets and we're not thinking about them. We use them when it comes to political sloganeering to say, yeah, you know, this is what's up on it. And this one's going to blame that one and that one's going to blame the other. You did this, you did that, you did this. But in all of that, time is moving. And those people are not going to get their life back. It's gone. Now, it doesn't matter who you want to blame for it. What you've got to ask yourself is that, are you part of the solution? And being part of the solution sometimes is taking a seat back and just being kind. And especially being kind to people who do not agree with you. So that's my uh, election day message, a special edition of the Criticast. Take care of yourself and the people that you love. Of course, Bonnie's going to come right to the end and uh, tell you how you can get a copy of the Criticast and not, not miss an episode. But I, I encourage you also, of course, to, uh, you know, um, check me out on ZFM Stereo on Mondays and Wednesdays between 8.30 and oh, 7.30 and 8.30 on the platform. And also catch me on the same channel, 8.30 to 9 p.m. Yeah. I'm also doing some election work. That was with the BBC. Yeah. Um, also going to appear on some, a couple of online places. And I'm also thinking about doing some Facebook Live stuff. So I don't know. It's going to be a very exciting time for me, uh, doing the media thing. Uh, yeah. But uh, by email, get in touch with me, Larry at 3-mob.com. On Twitter, it's at Kwiriray, K-W-I-R-I-R-A-Y-I. So do get in touch and let's have the chat. And I'll, and I'll finish off with, the, with this statement. And it's something that I think is important. And I said it before. Whatever happens, remember to love each other. It's been Larry. It's been the Quiricast. Take care of yourself. You can listen to the Quiricast for free on iTunes or IONO FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the Quiricast with Larry Quirirai. It's not fearless, just real talk.